This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 90. On this week's episode, I am going to talk to you about pre-rehearsal rehearsal. And I'll explain what I mean in a second, but you've heard me speak in the past about visualization. You've heard me speak about how to learn songs better or a few recommendations as to how to learn songs quicker and more efficiently. You've also heard me speak about a pre-tour regime or workout or training that entails not only preparation but also stuff about health and stamina but i want to get to a specific thing that i never even thought about when i was younger for the obvious reason that i didn't have the experience and it almost feels like common sense now but it was actually something that was a little difficult for me and that is rehearsing for a rehearsal so most people I realized that they use the rehearsal as a way to nail down songs, to work on them more, to get them a little bit better or polish them, fine tune them or or the better musicians that I know, they use rehearsals as a way not to learn songs, but to fine tune the songs. And that was always fantastic. And the theory of that was something that made sense. Again, you've heard me speak about him many times, but I'll say it again, my dear friend Dave Felice, he always talked about how how rehearsals for him are never an opportunity to learn songs or work on songs. They're basically about fine tuning them. And I kept that in mind and I try to apply that for, for years and I did, but sometimes it's easier than others. You know, it's like, like many things that we do. Sometimes we, we know what we're supposed to do. We know how we're supposed to do things, but for whatever reason, we, you know, obviously we don't make the conscious effort to ignore our own advice and what we know we need to do. But sometimes it happens. So what I mean specifically is that sometimes I've had to rehearse for, let's just say, uh, either a tour or a one-off or whatever. And there is something like three days of rehearsal, three straight days of rehearsal, or a full week, or what I'm doing now, I'm about to do a full two weeks of rehearsal every single day. So I realized that usually three or four days in is when I started feeling like I was given my best. You know, the first day you get to maybe meet the people and try to gel with them. The second day you go over the songs, and you, you play them over and over and over and you maybe fine tune a couple of things or you make some live arrangements. And then maybe the third day, fourth day, you're running the songs and just running them and running them and running them and getting that extra two, three percent, one percent ready to make it perfect. But I came to realize that there were things that were happening in my mind and in my body that I shouldn't have waited to be in the full swing of rehearsals to tackle them. And there there are several things. And, and pardon me if I sound repetitive because you might have heard me speak about this on the pre-tour training thing and on the preparation side. So I'm not going to go into specifically the learning or how to learn the songs, but I'm going to tell you about something that I do that has helped me categorize songs 
and know how to tackle them and how to learn them and how to prioritize the learning of the tunes. This can apply to a cover band and it can also apply to a one-off with one artist and you have a few songs to learn, let's just say 10, 12, 15 songs or whatever. And the overall recommendation that I could give you, or one of the biggest things that I could sort of champion you on is learning the entire discography of the artist that you're going to play with. I think that is an amazing thing to do for a whole plethora of reasons. But let's just say that you have something like 25 songs to learn, okay? And again, I'm not going to go into the details of how to learn them, but how to categorize them. So there's four main categories that I like labeling the songs as. The first category is songs that you already know. <laughs> it's self-explanatory, right? But And I mean that you know really, really well that you could perform that day or you can audition that song or you can play it on the tonight show with, Jay, uh, with Jimmy Fallon or Jay Leno. That's the first category. The second category are songs that you know pretty well, but they need work. Okay. The third category are songs that you are familiar with songs that you've heard before songs that you know, the approximate tempo or the approximate feel, you know, the approximate or, or something, a song that reminds you of another artist or another song or something like that, that you can sort of keep in the back of your mind, like, oh, yeah, that song reminds me of what, blah, blah, blah. So that's that song. And then the fourth category, predictably, is songs that you don't know at all. So, you know, I've, I'm sure you, you are the same way. It's going to feel so silly. But I'm super into, like, drama and crime TV shows and all that stuff. And you see how they have you know, a whiteboard or a blackboard with, you know, all the suspects and all these things and all these connecting things and all this super organized stuff. And I've always wanted to be a person that's so organized like that. And the reality is that I try really hard and I'm not that organized, but I really think I am in my mind for a second. So that's how I kind of have to prep myself and sort of lie to myself that I am that organized. So what do I do? So aside from listing those songs, I put um i write them all out either on a blackboard or a whiteboard or on pieces of paper whatever i have to do and uh i don't sort of put them in 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 columns i put a little symbol next to them so a check mark for songs that i know a plus sign for songs that i need work on a star for songs that sound uh, sound familiar and an X for songs that I've never heard before. And this helps me so much because instead of seeing things as songs that I don't know, songs that I'm only familiar with, feeling this pressure of getting them to know them perfectly, I almost feel like they need to evolve to the following logical level. So songs that I don't know, I want to hear them or play them enough where they feel like I'm familiar with them. Songs that I'm familiar with them, I need to play them enough where I feel like I feel pretty good with them, but they need more work. And then the ones that need more work end up being songs that I obviously know really well. So that's how I break them down. The main reason why I suggest this sort of pre-rehearsal rehearsing has to do with not only building stamina, but also building attention span and focus. 
when it comes to focus, the first thing that I'll tell you above anything else that has to do with your mental state and visualizing and meditating and all that stuff, just do not use your phone as your main source of music playback. You're always going to look at your phone. You're always going to check scores. You're always going to check your Instagram posts, blah, 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 blah. Don't do it. Put your phone in a cupboard, in a cabinet, whatever, and throw it against the wall, whatever you got to do. But just get rid of your phone and focus on the music. That is the best and easiest thing that I'll tell you regarding focus, of course. Aside from the focus part, one thing that has helped me and I can constantly struggle with is honesty. You're just so desperate to get those songs to evolve from category that you might lie to yourself and be like, oh, yeah, I almost have it. Yeah, whatever. Let's categorize as a song that I that I that I know well. Don't do that if you don't know the song for real and be your own worst critic. Um, and, and it's okay to almost to a fault be a perfectionist with this. It can only help at least at this stage of what you're doing, in my opinion. And last but not least, don't forget how important it is to build your stamina and play many, many, many songs in a row because that's exactly what's going to happen. And if you're used to taking breaks every you know, other song or every two times you play a song, that might not be what the rhythm or flow of the rehearsal is. So you need to be over-prepared. You need to overachieve. You need to be overly in shape, so to speak, fit, fitness-wise. To And obviously, this goes hand-in-hand hand with, with focusing. You need to be able to play the toughest, fastest, most loudest song so many times in a row because you never know what is going to be called upon or what is going to be needed of you. So you don't want to ask for breaks. You don't always want to take, oh, like, oh, I would need to use the restroom for a second just to rest or whatever. So do keep that in mind and know that you owe it to the artist. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to the music. You owe it to your reputation just to give your best. And a lot of it has to do bef way before actually having the chance to give it your best. So just keep that in mind and know that all these little decisions are going to have an impact on you. And what's the worst that can happen? That you're overprepared, that your stamina is on point, that you're focusing so much, and that you learn a new way to categorize songs and learn them. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.